Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. It is Free Talk Live. Welcome to the program here. You're hearing audio from earlier today. Not that much earlier, but a little bit earlier today. Uh, probably within the last couple hours, there's a gentleman named Lincoln J. from Rebel News has been streaming all day long. I've been watching quite a bit of the footage, and it has been... A crazy day in Ottawa right now. We've been covering the protests there uh, that have been going on for three weeks now. Today marks the third week of this. Three full weeks. You can hear the protesters are chanting freedom. But what you can't see, because you're listening on the radio, is a ton of armed police in their body armor with masks and helmets and bearcats and snipers on the roof. Terrorists. Yeah. The Freedom Convoy people have been holding the line fairly effectively against the police, but ultimately the police do have certain tactics that are working to move the Freedom Convoy in the direction that they want them to go, which is, again, towards uh, the Parliament Hill area. See, they need to they need to watch the uh, the episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation, where Riker takes over uh, takes over another ship, and they're doing war games against the uh, Enterprise. And he says to uh, Worf, who's his second in command, "We're outmanned. We're outgunned. They got more hardware." So what do we use to win this thing? And Worf says, guile. (laughs) The problem is that they are so centralized in that one place. The city, you mean? In the city. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. The police have gone to a lot of trouble to move people in from all over the country. And they've had three weeks so to do it. What they should, what I think the truckers should be doing is slowly and subtly, so it's not noticed, slipping out of the city so that they can take three other areas in mm-hmm. different cities. Hmm. Right. At one point, when I saw it earlier, was they were by the Weston Hotel, which is sort of to a couple, like a block away from the main protest area. They were coming up the street next to the Weston Hotel, at least three cops deep, this full line of cops, three cops deep. Now, of course, there's plenty of uh, Freedom Convoy people on the other side of it that were all linking arms and, you know, chanting freedom and uh, singing their national anthem and that sort of thing. But behind the three cops deep, there were also dozens more yellow jacketed police uh, agents that were walking in a, in a line towards the, uh, the protesters. So, and this was just on one street. So they have a tremendous amount of police that have been brought to bear 
on these protesters the, today. Do, do we have numbers like or estimates on like what, how many police there are and how many protesters there are? I'm just kind of I don't know. I'm, all I'm I can really see curious what the numbers are. I don't know. All all you can do is you can you can either go to the mainstream media, which yeah. you know you're going to get lies. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you can also go to the independent media, which is what I've been watching all day long. Rebel News gets a lot of credit. Uh, they're a Canadian freedom-oriented news organization, from what I can tell. They might be right-wing. I don't know what their political viewpoint is, but in, at least in this case, they seem pretty freedom-friendly. I wonder if they're going to be bringing out the uh, heat cannons. What is that? Um, like flamethrowers? Ba- no, basically it's a uh, microwave. Oh, it warms up your skin, right? Uh, well, it, I mean, sort of. it can set you on fire if they want to. Really? Is my understanding. Wow. Yes. It's like, uh, it's like directing a, it's, it's a microwave actual, oven at you. Yeah, wow. it, it's not actual, like, fire, like your skin's not going to catch fire, yeah. but it feels like that. Mm. Yeah. Microwave oven. Got it. Uh, so some of the things that I observed today was many of these police, their badges, their name badge was covered so well, they should be ashamed. Yeah. You could not identify who these men and women were. Uh, there were snipers on the rooftops. There were, you know, a ton of cops all over the place. But one thing that was positive that I that I saw on more than one occasion when the police would press in on the Freedom Convoy uh, line, every now and then the cops would try to grab somebody and take them you know like put them in pull them into the police line and arrest them mm. or whatever but what i'd see happen would the crowd the freedom convoy people would reach out and grab That's their awesome <laughs> their compatriot and they would pull harder than the police would and they would get their whoever it was whoever the police's victim was wrench them out of the police's hands and then shove them back through the line I just saw you guys talking about FedCoin the other night and the possibility of that being introduced. FedCoin? And I just, yeah, mm-hmm. like the the digital dollar that they want to introduce. Yeah. And I'm almost wondering if, like, when they do that, if they'll basically give, like, such a short period of time to where, like, not everybody will be able to turn in their dollars to where there will be some, like, outstanding paper dollars that will be, like, worthless or something. You know, it's interesting you should uh, bring that up because there, India did it um, um, uh, or something. I don't want to say they, they totally did it, but they definitely got rid of uh, a larger denomination bill. I think, like, anything over, like, a couple of dollars, basically, mm-hmm. they got rid of. And how long did they give people to turn them in? It was a really short time period, just like you're saying, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, they weeks. like short time periods on that kind of thing, because that way the connected people are able to redeem their stuff. The story from Forbes, the Federal Reserve has designed a digital dollar that handles 1.7 million transactions per second, so they say. It's easy to do if you're just doing a SQL database. Right, right. like this is what I'm talking about, guys. It literally is a database. Yeah, a centralized yeah. database. It's a normal database. Right. Uh, run by a centralized corporation known as the Federal mm-hmm. Reserve that they have complete control over. Yeah. Uh, that's what this is going to be. The story here uh, from Forbes, as the race against China's development of its central bank digital currency, or CBDC, known as the digital yuan, continues, the Federal Reserve in the U.S. Known as digital crap. Accomplished a feat in testing a design for a U.S. digital dollar that in one of two tests managed to handle 1.7 million transactions per second. A report released last Thursday provided... Visa does more than that, don't they? ...provided the initial findings of research conducted as a collaboration between the Boston Federal Reserve and the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. 
dubbed Project Hamilton. The report describes a theoretical, high-performance, and resilient transaction processor for a CBDC that was developed using open-source research. See, it's going to be open-source. Yeah, open-source research is not <laughs> the same thing as open-source software, that's for sure. They're going to offer a, a digital currency that they can confiscate any time they want to. Correct. Right yeah. out of your wallet, just like the bank can do now, but... In in theory, the banks will be prosecuted if they rob you blind. Mm-hmm. We already know that the government robs you blind every day and gets away with it. Yeah, it's it's curious. It it sounds like what they're kind of proposing and, and why they probably aren't speeding to roll us out is they're going to have a monopoly on payment systems. So you'd be you wouldn't have Visa, you wouldn't have Mastercard, you wouldn't have. Uh, you know, uh, what are some of the other ones? PayPal. You well, and have... that's the reason why they're getting pushback from the banking right. industry on this. The bankers are against a CBDC right. because it takes power out of their right. hands. And, and, and basically, the government it appears would be monopolizing the payment mm-hmm. systems, the payment networks. Well, it's already monopolized. That's it, the it, whole point of a, money. Obviously, obviously, you're right. From a regulatory standpoint, it is, is already monopolized. Well, it's but... more like an oligopoly, right? Um, well, it's a cartel, which few. is a well, form of of monopoly. Yeah, I mean, but it's still over the overarching uh, figure is the government, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because everybody mm-hmm. has to comply with whatever the government's rules are. Well, yes, they're but, the ones that can murder you. But it would be going from several government-controlled private, quote-unquote, entities, corporate entities, to simply the Federal Reserve theoretically, having if, yeah, I mean, Theoretically, control. there is some competition right now. Mm-hmm. I think BIPCOT is a cute thing. But it, should, it wouldn't stop the government from using your co- your code for whatever they wanted, right? Like, it's yeah, just I like, mean, they, oh, they just refuse to to uh, so it's to actually enforce the laws. But yeah. you know <laughs> that that basically every every time you can force them to openly do what they normally hide, mm-hmm. which is break their own rules whenever it suits them, a few people wake up. A few people say, wait a minute, that's dirty pool. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I didn't realize the government was that bad, but I guess they are. Just like every time they, every murder makes somebody say, oh my God, I didn't realize the government was that bad, especially yeah. if the person murdered was somebody they love. And that's what's happening, of course, right now in Ottawa, where people are being trampled by horses. There's a tremendous uh, amount of violence mm-hmm. on the part of the police, and it's all being recorded. You know, As they're yeah. saying on these camera feeds, the world is watching, and they because, are. You know, we all know, it's a matter of fact, that these national leaders order drone strikes mm-hmm. on a daily or monthly business that kill innocent children all over the world. But they do it far away. The monsters have overwhelming force at their command. Mm. They can call in airstrikes. They can nuke you if they want to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can just imagine them nuking a, a bridge to take out the protesters now. <laughs> yeah. There well, are, I mean, there are critical arteries, and those are probably some of the places that, you know, may be worthy of focusing on if you want to get the, if you really want to get the government's attention, mm-hmm. which I think they did. I think they did to some degree with, you know, with the, the major uh, bridge crossing uh, between Canada and the United States. So, yeah. But you, you have to be very careful what you, what you do. You oh, yeah. You don't. You don't want to become a problem for your fellow citizens. Right. You want to be a problem for the government. Well, and this is this is kind of uh, this is kind of the thing, 
you know, I think we've spoken about this before is shutting down roads and, you know, transit and things like that may not necessarily get you friends. So, And they didn't shut down mm-hmm. roads in the case of Ottawa. They've blocked off some of the lanes, but they have not completely closed right, right. Uh, those roads. And they've been very, uh, very careful, very cautious with how they've organized this protest. And I was saying the other night, I don't think there's very much that I could criticize about what they've done. I think they've done it very, very no, well. I, th- I think they've done a beautiful job. I think they overdid the horn honking. I was wondering at the time, like, what are these people being charged with? Because the initial news reports... Mischief. That's, that was it. But, they, but the initial news reports did not have any list of charges. They said that the police would bring charges later. So I guess at the time of the arrest, mm-hmm. the cops don't always tell you in Canada that's, what it is you're being charged that's with. That's actually true in the mm-hmm. United States, too. Um, they I, didn't tell me yeah. what they were arresting, arresting me for when they raided the house. The, mm. the guy said he didn't know. Wow. And I said, you're willing to just they had assault a list. somebody's house? <laughs> Without even knowing why you're there, don't Amazing. you have a conscience at all? What did he say to that? Uh, he was like, no "Well, I, I trust the people I work for." Mm. Oh, really? He actually responded. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Uh, so Chris Barber was charged with counseling to commit mischief, obstruction, counseling to commit mischief, and counseling to commit. That's a job for me. I should be a mischief <laughs> counselor. <laughs> And his final third charge is counseling to commit obstruction. Now, that to me sounds like that might be their term for conspiracy. Uh, That's yes. just a guess on my part. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 I'm guessing it's, it's, uh, somewhere between like conspiracy and incitement. Mm. Then they've actually been breaking into the truck. So there was one, po- uh, one part, some of the video I saw earlier today where they smashed the window. On a, a big rig, like the front dr- uh, windshield, they smashed it in so they could reach in and uh, unlock it. And then they also, there was a video footage of some, somebody's RV where the police came with like a pry bar and basically pried, pried open the door mm-hmm. to Are get in there. Are they stealing the trucks? Uh, presumably that's what they're going to do. Maybe they're yeah. just searching them. I don't know. But I, but I did see the Ottawa police uh, Twitter account claiming they'd, they'd towed a couple dozen trucks today. So they apparently have found some tow truck driver, some scum uh, tow truck driver who's willing to target his fellow drivers. There was, I I think, some question about whether or not the tow truck drivers would be ordered to under threat of uh, violence by the state. Yeah, that's one of the things that that happened or not. uh, Emergency powers. Uh, law allows is they can basically and we have the same thing in the United States. It hasn't been invoked. They can basically nationalize private companies really and yeah. enslave the employees yep well what happens if the co- if the employees are like i'm not coming to work they throw them in jail maybe or maybe they just steal the tow trucks mm. and maybe they have, have a tr- a uh, national guard it. people who can mm-hmm. who can drive it i mean if you don't mind damaging the truck i'm sure anybody can drive an 18 wheeler mm. it might be slow and awkward Hey, Daily Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy. So, I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. 
If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. This is why we need mesh networking, because with mesh networking, you you're not subject to that sort of thing. You can mesh with other people. And so long as it's a local disruption, you can get your data out of that area Mm -hmm. to a place where it can be uploaded to the backbone. Police on their Twitter are saying that anyone within the protest zone will be arrested. Uh, so they're saying you either leave now or else you'll be arrested. Although, the again, the protesters are saying they're only getting a warning. So they're being, quote unquote, arrested, but they're actually not being charged with anything. They're being threatened and violated, mm-hmm. but not arrested. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, makes me wonder if maybe a charge will come later. Maybe they're releasing and, them and now. And that's something that is something that the cops will do frequently. Mm-hmm. If they're um, releasing them with, with a warning, it probably just means they haven't committed a crime. It's obvious to me the Ukrainian president, he is definitely a, a separatist. They want to join with Russia from the way that he's acting and the things that he's saying. You're saying the Ukrainian president wants to... Uh, take the entire country and rejoin Russia? Are you sure you're not thinking of the ex-Ukrainian uh, president? No, I'm about the current president, he was saying, you know what, there's nothing to worry about. They're not going to invade. You're making our citizens to what, panic for nothing, and then they, they know he knows that they're going to be invaded. So what does that tell you? That he's a plant. He was elected and planted by the Russians from the get-go. You're completely speculating. You have no idea what the future holds. You you believe the Russians are going to invade. And what is the evidence for that? Besides the, you know, the claims that they're supposed, I don't know if they're facts, but the claims that they are amassing troops near the border, is that all you have? Or is there anything else that you're going on here, Sarah? Well, they blew up a truck, and the eastern part of the eastern part of Ukraine. Who blew up? Hold, hold on. When you say they, and you're talking about different groups, it doesn't make any sense. Who blew up whose truck? Well, it's a it's a there's a separatist. They blew up a truck and making it look like they're being in, no the Ukrainians are attacking the Russians. The Holodomor was actually um, in. Uh, I believe a lot of it took place in the uh, in the Ukraine, and basically the Russians came in, and there was a group of relatively successful um, uh, farmers called the Kulaks, and the Russians came in, and they stole their entire harvest. And they and and so the kulaks were starving to death because everything they had produced had been stolen from them, and the Russians were shooting them if they went out in the fields and tried to pick up the few pieces of grain that had been dropped during the harvest. They were murdering them for that. That's how communism works. So you are. Um in a way that they are acting like a communist right now. They have a tendency of trampling in and invading countries, and then after that, and you, you support that dead or you red. And that's what well, you support. Of yeah, so of you're course. totally fine with stealing. So food. you like mass murder? Do you yeah, not have a right conscience? Cause, 
Okay, look. Do you do you dance in the blood? (laughs) Well, look at if they chose to share the queen with everybody else, they would have lived. This is a situation where I think people need to stand up and let them prosecute you because you know if everybody does that, it's you're going to clog their courts. Well, we were happy to see that yesterday on the show we had a a quote. It was actually surprisingly in a mainstream article. Uh, where they were talking about a driver who'd gotten a $79 ticket. Somebody came by and offered him like three times the amount yes. to take it as like a, a souvenir. Yep. And the driver refused, saying he wanted to take this thing to court. And he and his buddies were planning on clogging the courts. He said they'll back the he courts up for years. Yeah, He could have sold the uh, sold the ticket and still gone What's... to court. He, he missed an opportunity there. <laughs> well, he should have yeah, taken the money. Uh, <laughs> They're not going to forget about the about the charge because you don't have the ticket yeah, anymore. Yeah, I tear them up all the time. <laughs> There's a, there was a Republican convention I think in New York City and like New guess, York City. Yeah, uh, this is a while back, like I don't know, maybe I don't know how long ago, but mm-hmm. decade ago maybe. Yeah. And um, one of the things they did is they they use these nets to basically drag in like thousands of people. Yep. And they were the, cyclone fences, weren't they? They're like construction uh, uh, nets, basically. Yeah. yeah. So the story here is from crypto cryptobriefing.com and the story here is Canada bans 34 wallets tied to Freedom Convoy. What's interesting about this story is actually that What does they, that mean ban wallets? Does that mean the it. software? No, they'll explain Honestly, it. Honestly, I don't necessarily know this. Just this, see what if, just read the story. It, it, it should explain it. I mean, <laughs> I hope send, so. send a coin to a different wallet. Yeah. So these wallets allegedly contain 1.4 million dollars in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. All right. Um, let's see here. Where's the story actually begin? Uh, Canadian authorities have reportedly banned companies from working with 34 cryptocurrency wallets associated with the co- the Freedom Convoy, a protest against COVID nineteen restrictions. I don't really even know what that means because do how would wallet companies work with the what Freedom- it means is they've told financial re- financially regulated companies. Yeah. So anybody that's got a FinTrack number or whatever, whoever you know, whether we're talking about financial exchanges, cryptocurrency exchanges. Or anybody else that might have government permission to do business in Canada from a financial perspective. They've sent out a notice saying, if we regulate you, we are now telling you, you must not do business with any of these wallets. And then here's the list. 34 of them. I mean, the way that's kind of worded is really bizarre, though, because it's it's, it's like kind of implying that they're conspiring with, like, to raise funds for. Who's Um, raising funds for what? I'm sorry, what are you saying there? It seems like it's suggesting that they're the the companies that produce the wallets, the crypto wallets. The reason why I was calling it is pretty short. I uh, I sent you that link in for that uh, the People's Convoy, which is supposedly a U.S. Um, kind of uh, in solidarity protest with the Canadian truckers. Mm-hmm. And I I looked at it on my lunch break. I didn't have much time when I sent it to you, but when I got home, I saw that supposedly it's taking place next Wednesday. And mm-hmm. I know that you said that you were kind of skeptical about the registration of the truckers and I could see that, you know, a reason for that to, you know, make sure the funds are getting to where they need to be. But I was just curious about your thoughts on that. And if you have heard of this before, especially since it's supposed to be less than a week away. Yeah. Uh, so you're referring to the website, the people's Actually, prior to you sending it, another gentleman sent me an email about it as well. So I've heard it from a couple different places now. 
We had asked openly over the last you know week or so, what's happening in the U.S.? Is there anything going to happen as far as a, a freedom convoy here? We had Reed Coverdale on the show, who is a professional driver. That was this last Saturday, and he said he hadn't heard anything uh, amongst the people that he knows in the business, and you know that's what he does for a living. So that was kind of a you know again what's what's actually going on. But maybe it would just come about as this decentralized grassroots thing, which is kind of how the freedom convoy happened in Canada. Go do a small thing that you can do all by yourself and see if anybody joins you. Because if somebody joins you, then there's two of you doing yeah, some people it. Might- and it doesn't have to be waving a Canadian flag. It can be uh, holding up signs I- that say Trudeau is a monster. Look, I'm not going to tell people not to do that, but people can do that anytime. The thing they that's different... They can do it anytime, but the thing is, do something. Sure, but... People have been protesting on the sides of the street forever, and it doesn't do anything except for do some networking, maybe, if you've got enough people together. Well, if it which produces some networking, maybe that's how you build your convoy. I mean, but nobody, people can do that anytime. The yeah. thing that's different about yeah, this... Yeah, they can, but they don't. Maybe they I, should. It won't make any difference if they do. The thing that's different about what's happened it in will Canada... if they manage to build a, lar- a larger group of people. But that's not... Okay. The point is, people <laughs> want to do something with a large group of people... And this idea of getting a convoy... you can't have a large group of people without starting with a small group of people. Large groups of people I don't get what fall you're out saying. of the sky. I get what you're saying. That's why they're t- talking about doing another convoy in the United States, is to get yeah. a large group together to go to the same place. My question here about this pr- particular proposal is I'm skeptical uh, that it's wet too organized. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.